1: Hey now. Right. Hey, Apple, what's up man? How you doing today, brother? I'm doing well, man. Cool. Just chilling. That's and, good. Uh whatever. Yeah, we're doing an episode here and guess yeah, what? I love what? the way
2: your pants are rolled up. Well, this, uh, uh, well
1: like what? What? I'm styling. Well, I like it that it's weather where we're starting to be able to wear warm things. Who
3: wait, before we get into all that, who brought us today's episode? Oh, oh
1: that, oh, would, that yeah. would be Define Premium, premium Cannabis. cannabis. Defigity fine. D E F Y because, because, we, because smoke, we like
0: cannabis. N E. <laughs>
2: Why do you keep saying that, baby? The the figgety figgety fine? fine. I don't know. D
3: E F Y I G I T I Y F I N E.
0: Anyway, Ryder, if you wow. were living in the Portland area and you were listening to No Simple Road right now, or visiting the Portland area, you could physically drive your meat sack to wow. we're all yeah, just meat we're sex. just a big or gigantic your meat bag cute
2: little booty over to define yeah, your in hillsboro and Grove.
0: yeah and you could ask for apple during the week and they're going to give you 10% off your entire purchase of cannabis and cannabis
3: like products guess what else? Well, guess what else what else
0: a
4: free t-shirt and a free t-shirt <laughs> okay. sorry wow. about that everybody <laughs> that yeah. was okay so <laughs> it come on over problem. to
1: define come visit me at the hillsboro location uh also stopping in the forest grove one We will help you out with all your needs, your topicals, your edibles, your vape carts. Your smokables. We are enjoying some
2: smokables right now from uh, Defiggety Fine. Yeah, some Slurricane
1: from Rocky Gardens. Yo, guys,
3: go get that Slurricane. It's so good. I'm going (laughs) to tell you all
0: something. A little (laughs) something, something. I woke up early this morning on a Saturday at 6. Feeling like P. Diddy. And... (laughs) And I came out here on the porch, and I, and I was like, you know what? It's early. I'm going to wake and bake a little bit. And I took a hit off that pipe, and it destroyed me for the morning. I was so high from one hit. So you were slur. feeling
3: like P. Diddy. It was.
0: Uh-huh. I was. It was. You said he
1: was dancing around. It was cute. I'm, I'm pretty fly. He was fly. like,
0: uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Anyway, we apologize for all okay. this, you guys.
0: No, we don't. Head over to This Pilt is just Pro. proof.
1: Go on over. Take care of your head. You're going to have a good time. You're going to be laughing, hanging out with your friends and family, whoever you're hanging out with. they you have Or your enemies. Go check out those <laughs> yeah. six, guys. The what? They are have it?
3: they have a new edible drinkable. Oh,
1: yeah, the technically
3: Sips. Technically an edible, but it's, you drink it. It's called Sips. It's like Sips
1: syrup. You add it to things. So it is like Sips Yeah, 250 wow. milligrams careful of THC in a bottle.
0: All right. So you guys know what to do. And when you go in, tell them you listen to No Simple Road and they'll give you 10% off your purchase. And I a free won't do t-shirt. it. I won't do it. And... Remember, take, take care, care of your, of your head. head. This episode is also brought to you by the one, the only, the magnificent, stupendous Shop Tour Bus. Head over to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram.
3: Shop Tour Bus. What? What we usually all say, shop yeah, tour we, bus together. Yeah, I'm, I'm switching you it, they're, they're it. Yeah. They're up. They're, they're sick.
1: They're sick of it.
0: they're
4: just
1: sick of it. They're sick of it. they are always trying to well, do maybe, it all at the same time. Maybe I'm not. Listen. All right, how about we, we do it like shop tour bus, shop tour bus, shop tour bus, shop
5: tour bus, shop tour
4: bus.
5: Shop tour bus. Woo. No, no,
1: all right. We're, we're sorry. No, you we're guys not. know
4: what to do.
0: The best Grateful Dead inspired merchandise on. The interwebs or the lot. You you could walk around the lot all tour long. You're not going to find stuff this cool. They just came out with a brand new T-shirt with a bunch of eyeballs all over the world. And Why? I'm not going to tell you. You have to figure it out. I gave the secret away last week, and if you didn't hear the secret, then you got to go back and listen to the intro from last week's episode to understand. you the shirt same is thing about.
3: that also, you were trying to avoid. What? Also, if you read you know the what?
0: secret. What? It'll. The answer is there too. Yep. <laughs> and you can get all that stuff on baby clothes. You can get it at hoodies. You can get stickers, and you can get free shipping. Just put in the promo code No Simple Road when you check out, what and happens. you're gonna get that stuff shipped to your house free. For free. For free. For free. For free. free.
3: free. <laughs> Is
1: free as a
3: bird. Guys, it's oh, it's wow. it's my Friday. So Yeah, we're
1: kinda silly tonight. Yeah, it's, we apologize.
0: Yeah. But anyway, you guys know you know the drill by now. Shoptourbus.com has all of your needs when you want to get some Grateful Dead inspired stuff. You're gonna get a hand designed one of a kind box and all the stuff that goes on the inside. So go to shoptourbus.com Good online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get, get
5: more than, than you bargained, bargained for. for. What? No simple No No simple rub. No simple, rub. No
0: simple rub. Hi, I'm Richard Z. Rastafarian from Fear of a Craft Beer Planet, a podcast that talks a lot about the parallels between the beer industry and the music business.
1: But really, we talk about whatever we want. The show is made up of four of us. Me, Richard the Rastafarian, the radio guy, Jay Rose, Ryan Egan,
0: and Rob Forzik. They're the beer guys. They're the ones that teach me about craft beer, and I'm the one that gets the show on the air. You can find us on all social media platforms at Fear of a Craft Beer Planet. The way it goes around here. This, is a, this is a safe spot. It's Sharing a community. is caring. The you could think of this as your nest, your safety yeah, nest. Your safety Apple. nest. Kay. Thought we could talk about anything in the safety nest. Mel's doing breath of fire over there into the microphone for all you people out there. Welcome back. Hey, are no. we no. recording? No, it doesn't family? look What's like we're there? recording.
3: It Doesn't look like we're recording, but we are recording. That's terrifying.
0: I think.
1: Is that really
3: terrifying? Yeah, yeah. we're recording. Oh wow. Yeah. Hey. Hey. How yeah, you doing a little everybody? little peek <laughs> behind the scenes, guys.
2: Really. <laughs>
3: we we really are professional
0: podcasters. You guys, stop saying
2: bullshit stuff.
0: Uh, Mel, tell me not to talk again. I'm just gonna
3: be quiet. We're done. Okay, it's our show now. If bullshit
2: stuff falls under what you were gonna say. I'm sorry. Well,
1: okay, we let's are let's professional. Say. He's not wrong. We we have we sponsors. Are. We get paid money. That is That's, that is professional. Yeah, that is professional. So everybody, welcome back to No Simple Road, <laughs> and this is no bullshit. This episode. This is pretty incredible What's what happened this here. This episode, we got to sit down. And, well, not, you know. Ver- oh, we we well, sat we're down. we're always yeah, sitting. Yeah, we sat down on the patio. <laughs> Guys, if you've we ever talked, heard, heard our I voice on this podcast. You, I sat in a chair. We we did. And Look, Graham was probably sitting too. We interviewed Graham Lesh.
3: Oh, snap. What? Really? Yay.
1: Yeah. Did
2: we? Yes, Guys, we did you're it. in for it. I know we try to play it cool with Graham. Like, hey Graham, hey, what's, what's up? up? Graham,
0: <laughs> I, I was I was a, at work the day of the interview, and I thought to myself,
2: <laughs> "Oh, your dad is Phil Lesh. Oh, I didn't even know cool, that." Whatever. No, I, I thought didn't. to myself, like,
0: a year or a little more than a year ago. If this would have happened, you wouldn't have been able to work. What do you mean? Like, I would have been so nervous. He would have taken the day off. Yeah, I would have oh. had to. Stay even home if it that didn't day. overlap. With his work. I time. guess
2: with that, it just comes to mean that those were your anxiety attacks.
0: Yep. That's what they were. And I don't have that anymore as bad.
4: Yay. Yay yeah,
0: baby. man. I was able to relax and I was, I was excited. We've been able to relax just, for a well, long time now. There's a difference now. between all, all of excited. us have gotten
1: yeah. relaxed with this. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, th- I think just, this wouldn't be fun if I wasn't able to relax. No, you know, at absolutely this point. not. No, talking talking to Graham was
2: totally chill and relaxed. Super
0: high water mark for the show, and honestly,
3: it might have been the one of the chillest interviews. Yeah. We had. he's such a chill
5: dude. I, it
2: <laughs> almost kind of felt like we were like in a canoe, right,
5: on, <laughs> on a on river, a lake. like yeah, a, la- yeah, a lazy yeah. river.
2: It did. It felt like, and he Just felt like he
5: was there along. too.
2: Hey,
0: Graham, did you feel like you were in a canoe? With us <laughs> <right>? Well, <laughs> I don't probably. know if he
2: says something. If he if he has feedback. Let <laughs> me know Graham, cuz that's what I felt like.
1: That'd be awesome. And Unless I was it's like negative. oh my god. Come I me. wasn't, I was wasn't thinking even that drinking all week. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was sober.
1: Well, was well that's a, that'd be a fun thing in a canoe. Sober. Yeah. that's very yeah. tranquil and relaxing. think
2: about it we're all sitting there there's in somehow this canoe is like a square cuz we have a lot of space. It's
0: not and very Okay, this could like a square. You're talking
1: Venice, like, about a
2: boat. It's all black, <laughs> like it's dark all around us. But then there's this one light, and then so like when night you're boats. talking, you see it from your point of view, and then when someone else is talking, you see it for the lens changes from their point of view. So you know what all point of view look like because it changes each one of us. Wow,
0: night. Boats. That's heavy, baby. Do you know what I'm talking? About? I don't. I have no clue. Where no, I got it. it rider, what I was rider picturing rider was
3: like was like a ride on the river sticks. We had a gondola now style we're in the underworld
0: with Graham Landry? No, 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 no but very whatever. chill, very chill rivers, river chill underworld. Yeah, yeah. yeah the okay. Okay. It's like let me let me help you. <laughs> oh my goodness! So when you when you die, wow. you go to the river Styx and you stand on the edge of the river and you have a gold coin, and the, the ferryman comes and it's he's like the grim reaper and he's in this boat and you give him your your gold coin and he takes you from the land of the
3: living across the river Styx but into the underworld. There are people that haven't died that have been on the River Sticks. I'm not saying we died and went on the River Sticks. I'm saying we were like tourists on the River Sticks. And that's kind of what it felt like. Anyway, Graham was super cool and hung out
0: with us for a little over an hour. And I got to say, like you guys are alluding to, it It, was super relaxed and cool. And I'm really excited to get this out to everybody.
2: You know what I appreciate about this in particular, but also the show as a whole? is the time that everybody takes out to talk to us out of their schedules they set aside an hour where they're like no babe i have to sit down and talk on the phone or no i'm not recording that day i have to talk or i just got home i you know like there's so many different scenarios or that
3: it could be all the people that like have blocked out this like week where they don't do anything except for talk to us. Yeah. Like that's a yeah. reoccurring yeah. thing. And that's Man. really, f-
1: that's really cool. That's a, yeah. that's, that's special. Honor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to, to have that little bit of downtime. Mm-hmm. So
2: and, shout out Holly. Cause you were one of those people. That was exactly, that's exactly who I was thinking of, thinking yeah. of too.
0: You know, it, it's a, it's a trip for me having been into the dead for over 30 years to think that like, I'm 47 years old. I'm going to turn 48 pretty soon. And at this point in my life, like I'm talking to all the people that create the music that has turned me on all these years. And the Grateful Dead were such a huge, are such a huge part of that tapestry of stuff. And the Lesh family is so integral in that thing. You know what I mean? That whole family, like terrapin crossroads and hearing phil all these years they have it going on and the terrapin family band and midnight north and just all of it it's been such a huge part of who i am and growing up and getting older and and going to
1: shows with you guys and and
2: well it's become a huge part of the show too yeah and a it huge really part has. of yeah.
1: i mean of this community mm-hmm. we talk like we talk about in here it's just what they provided with terrapin it's, it's just so like huge. it's like open mic kind of a lot of the time i mean, so many people have played there and will continue to do well, it and, and
0: think about this too like as a young musician gr- like graham said the the thing that helps you get better is playing in front of people Yeah. Mm. and they have <clears throat> these younger musicians have an open stage to walk up onto anytime they want in front of an audience that understands what they're doing from the jump. Like, yeah. It's not... See, that I I wanted to talk about this in the interview and I forgot. Was that there's a lot of... There's bars in, in every city across the country where music is played every single day and every single night. And they're not that special. It's just a bar where people are playing music. It's, it you know, it is what it is. Not, yeah. But the, it's just, you know what I mean? It's the local watering hole or the whatever. The huge. But then... There's these certain places, and Terrapin is like a an epicenter, a, a hub. A nexus. Yeah, that is like this, a crucible for these musicians to like hone their craft and, and become giants in this scene. And just day after day in front of people that understand them and love the music that they're playing, no matter what level they're at, and given the opportunity to get up there and just like, Hone their craft, it's yeah. it's huge, man, and it and it's leaving it, like Mel said, it's leaving a legacy for the entire Grateful Dead community of of beautiful music, and it means, it really does give meaning to the lyrics. The music never stops. Oh yeah, because it's gonna go on forever and ever.
1: And it's one of the main. It, yeah, it's like a major stop for the train for everybody to come through there. That's. I
2: you mean, know, I don't know Phil or Jill personally, but. They have created something so strong and so warm and so um what's the word when it like just kind of continues like it feeds off of itself prolific like, yes and Graham has this intensity and this um, gen like
0: genuine gen- nature yeah, yeah
2: genuine nature about him and it was just—I don't know why—it was just so comfortable. Like that's really the big word that I could say well, was about Graham. F- it
0: was funny how it all started, too. Like you guys will hear in a, in a couple of minutes here when we finally stop talking. But it
2: <laughs> finally, <laughs> stopped. We
0: were in the middle of a conversation when he got on the phone. I didn't tell, anyb- I didn't I, tell we anybody. I didn't tell anybody I was calling him, and, and it would just kind of happen. And I bumbled into connecting the phone to our mixing board, and it, I was like, "Oh, he's he's there."
3: Oh, whoops! And
0: from the first couple of minutes, like it was. We were hanging out in the canoe. (laughs) On the river (laughs) sticks. (laughs) On the river sticks. (laughs) I don't know how we ended up there, man. That's, uh, That's pretty good. It's
2: really cute. What? What No Simple Road is done. What'd we do? We're cute. Mel thinks Boy, we're
0: I cute, agree. everybody. We, well, I mean, we, if, if we, we, we all Simple Road was a person, we'd have a spanky booty.
2: Yeah, we'd we're have cute. a total uh, well, spanky booty. We have
3: four spanky booties. It's actually,
2: well, that's why I'm, if it was one five.
3: thing, it would It'd be, be a, the, a four times spanky, spanky <laughs> booty.
2: That <laughs> one was for you,
3: John, <laughs> from the
2: head. Yeah, I always think about John now when I think about spanky booty.
4: <laughs> 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 <He> just him. <laughs> spanky, spanky booty. Spanky no. booty. Okay, wait, wait,
2: wait. I won't explain <laughs> it, but anyway. Um,
0: yeah, it it was a huge deal for us to to be down there, and it and still
2: is. It's a, still a huge deal. Like, it was
3: a formative moment in the No Simple Road history.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It was amazing thing that you like happened for you personally, because like where it was. And then the people that came out there, yeah,
0: seeing Billy and Diana there was yeah, and
2: then going to breakfast with them the next day, that was so.
0: And I told you this. I
2: felt like wait, hold on. I'm holding on. I felt like um, Gilligan's Island. I felt like we were on like this, (laughs) 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 like we were dressed up like uh, you know on ready to go on a cruise, and we were like in like this beautiful yacht. That's what it felt like in that restaurant. Family to me. Okay. Tonight's
3: theme <laughs> is boats. <laughs> <laughs> boats and hoes. <laughs> boats and hoes. <laughs> I, sometimes,
0: baby, what? you come up with the most left field analogies and metaphors. I fucking love you so much, man.
2: <laughs> but do you know what I can No I, No But
0: but I I love it. I don't know what you mean.
2: We I just felt like we when I say we, all three of us and Billy and Diana Kramer and just
3: ready that. for a party, yeah. I like got gotcha. you. Th-
0: All right, I'm with you. I hope well, everybody that, out there. But a party with
1: us too. on a well, boat, even kind of. It, I mean, had the appearance of a boat, the big windows with like the ocean right there. Or, yeah, like okay. special like we were, boat party. Yeah.
0: Well, it it was a big deal too. And they like, had seafood. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> I had seafood. That I I don't know if I ever said this on the show. I remember probably to, I rem- no I don't know <laughs> I doubt it hundred. <laughs> I remember telling Mel this <laughs> in the car personally with like tears in my eyes so I doubt I said this on the show okay but like going down to Terrapin and doing a live podcast from there like I said like being into the Grateful Dead for so long and having it be such a huge part of my life and then being on that stage with with the show that we've created together and being allowed in there as a quote unquote performer it was such a like validation for myself from the energy of the Grateful Dead family oh like yeah I, like i felt finally like accepted as a part of okay, on the inside yeah the circle of trust yeah <laughs> the it was of a trip it trust. was a trip dude it, yeah it was a big deal for mm. for us and you know what i'm very grateful Still is a big deal to the lesh family for what they've yeah, done and what they've built too. down there and for for graham Thank for sitting to down leshes. with us man but before we get to to graham you gotta you gotta sit through us talking a little bit because yeah. that's what we do. We we talk. That's that's what a podcast is. Yeah, it's <laughs> why it's why you press play. <laughs> it's yeah. why that's why well, you came
1: here this week. Hold on, before you do that too, I was just gonna before shout we this talk because before we talk before we have before to we talk. go into the business <laughs> because I'm, I'm not doing, be doing the interview. Was <clears throat> just gonna say, oh, you're not doing business. Yet. No, yeah. we were gonna talk about it later. We're doing talking. your business. Okay, what's up, man? Well, we were just talking about this the other day with Graham. Graham's got quite a bit coming up. And I hit was gonna- it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Graham. So now is a good Graham's time. Graham's playing at the Terrapin Bar ooh, on the 23rd. Ooh. And That's tomorrow? Um,
2: yeah.
0: Well,
1: Monday. That's it's today. That would be Monday. Okay, tomorrow's. Okay, today, so it though. is tomorrow. Yeah, and then, okay, well, then you're if hearing you're this, this this on is on school, Sunday. too. He's going over to uh, Portugal. Oh, yeah. Which we talk about, and this is very interesting. Then back over here to hit it with Midnight North, going to Tahoe City on October 18th, Truckee, California on October 13th, then down to Austin, Texas on the 23rd, Dallas, Texas on the 24th, Mobile, Alabama on the 27th. Buzz, you need to go see Midnight North. Then go over on into Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, Pennsylvania.
0: Wow. That's that's a
1: little bit of a tour there. Yeah, yep. and I think that's just the beginning. A of A little it. That's bit. What's up, yeah. so that's a lot of places. I'm tired for him?
2: No, <laughs> he's <laughs> young, He's having a blast. He's healthy. He's fine. Yeah, the,
0: I think that his dad has probably taught him how to do the do. Yeah, he's I mean, good. if anyone I'm can, st-
3: if anyone can marathon, it's definitely Phil Lesh's son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is true. We'll talk about
0: that too. Apple, what? Fill us in, man. How
1: you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah. You look comfortable and playful. I am comfortable and very relaxed. It's nice to have a weekend. Kind of this is like the right before the holidays. Yeah, right before the jump off. Yeah, there's (laughs) there's no shopping or decorating (laughs) going on. Guys, September's the best month. And yeah, and 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 it's a trip. We'll Mel get into that more, but it's a trip too with the house kind of the balance kind of coming back more because Mel's got a new shift at her work, Mm -hmm. so now she's home every night. Yeah, man, hanging out with us, keeping us guys in line. Yep. It, was
0: it was a trip having having Mel working two p.m. to ten
1: p.m. Oh yeah, we it, never saw her. We right? were all going yeah. to bed. Or... It was
0: yeah. rough, and and for a while too. Yeah, like it. It was a, a year. hot minute. No,
2: not almost a year. A, almost. You, were, you
3: started the holidays last okay, year, so yeah, like November of last months. year. Well, I know, you were working. Months. You were working days when you started the holidays. Yeah, though. but it was it
0: was like a. A weird void in the energy of the house. Like having Mel not home at night. I can't even explain what it does to the energy of the house. Like it it, it doesn't feel as much like home when Mel's not around. And, Imagine. and I said it to her a couple of nights after she started the new shift. We were laying in bed and I was like, you know what, babe? I'm really grateful that your new shift is day shift. It, you being home makes it feel like home around here. And then the next day independent of knowing that I said that writers told her the exact same
3: thing it's true imagine like a Christmas tree and then part of the lights are out like it's still a Christmas tree technically <laughs> but it's kind of a dumb Christmas tree like, done. whatever yeah
2: well I felt the love I feel the love and I feel right also like we had our first day cute little date today and that was awesome and then i start to think i'm like why do we do why why do we do this like why do we work opposites you know Mm -hmm. and i think there's you know some funness to it like missing you is cute you know for a minute for a minute (laughs) for a (laughs) year and then it gets to like i like need to be around you Mm -hmm. like i have to I need to be around the house. I want to be around the house, and since I've been home, like the house feels more like my my home. And, every, and everybody's home. That's houses. exactly what it feels Guys. like home. I feel Guys, like tonight, the house right is now, sitting here, That's it feels, the, house is the night feels
1: comfortable because it's like, it's like it's not over, but it it's complete. Yes, we're complete. So now it feels comfortable. Like go to bed early or mm-hmm. go to bed a little yeah. late. Like it's not like oh mm-hmm. well. Mel's not going to be here till And 10, it did suck. I did I'm have FOMO.
2: I'm not going to lie. I did have FOMO all the time because and Aaron, you guys always did fun all the stuff. You're like, oh,
3: that's not even that true though. Yeah, it isn't that true. That's how I felt.
2: You didn't say. You didn't miss a That's
3: Not true at all. But that's how
2: I felt.
3: We got drunk. That yeah, was our fun things.
1: Me and Darwin, and Aaron just laid in the driveway staring at the driveway. I did. It's true. But you know. Thanks a, for
2: thanks for saying that, babe. Yeah, man,
1: we all love, we love having you home. Yeah, I. Is, we did a
2: little toast earlier too, and and it's my birthday season and Ryder's birthday season. And so it's kind of cool to be around for that. <laughs> and love, just, we've
1: gone from birthday to birth month to the birthday season <laughs> now.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, for everybody out there, Mel. Birthday Mel started season. The, it's your
3: birthday week. And that, and then it became your birthday
0: month. Okay, wait, no, I'm now
6: with
3: Mel it just on this. Became birthday. No, 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 no. There's a difference between birthday month and birthday season. Birthday <laughs> month is very specific. This is my birthday month. It's our season. birthday season. Whatever,
0: man.
1: Well it's it's also your season you too. too so then this is in winter. His is in winter. <laughs> so no, his is in fall. <laughs> It's winter doesn't okay. begin until December.
0: We are going down the birthday fucking rabbit hole. I apologize. It's a good guys. rabbit hole to go down. There's weird rabbits, and they're they have cakes and presents and whatever. See, it's but
3: a good rabbit hole. Y-
0: here's the thing: what's when the, you thing? live in a house with Here. with other people, and and you really do love them and get along with each other, when one of you is missing, it it throws the energy out of balance in the house, and it. It does something to everything that we do around here. When we all do it together, it's way more fun. It seems more important. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean by that? Yeah. And substantial. And more substantial. Yeah, totally. And so now that mom's home, mm. everything's that's where I started decorating
1: the house more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: We, well, see, because I finally have some spare time. I was able to
1: You had some pretty
3: solid spare morning time.
2: Yeah. I did. You had a and good, I used you, it while you,
3: like we we complain a lot but you also had a pretty dope It was a good I shift. I no,
2: I'm I'm saying I had the best shift.
3: You just went from the best <laughs> shift to the other best shift to the better shift. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, like
0: I Yeah. I look forward to the day when all of us are podcasting for a living and well, you we, know, and we're all here even beyond hanging out.
2: That, I really I, do. It. I just feel like I was me and Aaron. You went on a date, and I just before we even went in, I was crying for like five minutes, <laughs> standing
0: Aram in front of the sushi it. restaurant, yeah. holding each other. Mel's sobbing. I'm looking at the menu over her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that looks good. Yeah.
2: I had an emotional outburst.
0: Why? Tell tell the people what your outburst was about. <laughs> tell the family.
2: I was crying because of. Jasper and his costume, the and, guys, <laughs> he's be prince. and <laughs> Sydney being a freaking just her career and her life, and getting married and inheriting Adam as a son in law, and me and Aaron going on dates, and like just my living with my mom and my sister being pregnant. And like, I just have so I much, you know. my heart feels like. It's gonna explode! Don't
3: let it. <laughs> you need don't, that. Don't let it. We need you around here. If yeah, your heart you,
1: explodes. You it's need that. Suck. And
2: I just, I'm so grateful. Is what I feel like
1: cute explode. <laughs> like <A> Little <laughs> fireworks, no, no, not like boom. Fireworks yeah. like
2: um lucky like charm pew, like pew. stars. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but a little softer. Yeah, I mean <laughs> snap crackle pop. Yeah. And I think
0: I think too like.
2: <sighs> this is a season for thankfulness. Right
0: and. I'm going to go on a tangent here, Uh but I'm going to bring us back around. Just stick with me. So I listened to a Duncan Trussell family hour podcast this week, or maybe it was last week with uh, Noah Lampert Mm. from the synchronicity podcast. And um, the things that Noah talked about really shifted my perspective on things, on life and like, particularly manifestation and one of the things that he said and you guys should really take the time to go listen to that episode or go listen to Noah's podcast because he's awesome and I'm going to try and get him on the show but my point is uh he, he kept saying you don't have to watch the movie that you're watching and so what his analogy was is that like We're these people that are in front of a movie theater before we're born. And when we walk into the movie theater and go into the movie, we forget that we're watching a movie. We're enveloped in it. And at any time, you can get up and go get more popcorn and get some more candy and go to a a different fucking movie theater. If you don't like horror movies, get up and walk out and go into the comedy. Wait, can you do that in life? That was his point. And it really, like, it stuck with me. Good job, And, And then... Um, He was talking about like manifestation and, and people hoping for things like I think a lot of what the secret talked about was like picturing the thing that you want and yourself having the thing that you want. But Noah took it a step further and he was talking about picturing yourself after the thing already happened. How you would feel once the thing that you wanted to manifest already manifested. And then also using your friends as angels was one of his things. And like picturing your friend telling you, hey, man, good job on such and such. Or, wow, man, I can't believe that you pulled off this or that. And then keeping that with you. And the reason I brought up all that is because that shit works all this stuff that's happening is all stuff that I'm not saying I did this, but it's all stuff that I've thought about and been picturing. And I didn't like the fucking movie that was playing. I didn't like you not being home. I didn't like us not spending time together. It wasn't what I wanted and it wasn't good for us. And so I wanted to change the movie and it fucking changed and it, really happened and that whole manifestation thing and uh, is was huge for me like it's not manifestation it's imagining things into being and i have an awesome imagination yeah, <laughs> i know that because it drives me out of my mind sometimes and so if that's the case if i can use that to make stuff happen i'm in business
2: you've always been in business so
0: i, I don't know i just I really feel like all this was this huge, like, synchronicity coming together of, like, confluent forces. And it makes me really happy, man. Mm. Yeah. Me
2: too.
3: I like coming home and having you home. Mm. It's nice. I, it
2: makes me I, I really of the day appreciate good. that, too, Ryder. I do.
0: Ryder just took it back to,
2: like, he feeling. I know. Because <laughs> it does feel I good. Like I feel home, more man. like. It, you know, it's like there, nobody will ever know unless you're a mom and you any kind of mom. But like if you're not home at night, you like think about like, are my kids fed? Are my, is everybody, did everybody take a bath? Are the clothes like.
3: I didn't. No, you know? you did. Yeah, we're, I did. I, we're all, I took start, a shower. We're all I did. starving and
5: dirty. It's,
2: it's beyond that now because, you know, I don't have to think about like you or Simon in that way, but it's still that same type of like wanting to make sure everything is on lock before the end of the night. Yeah. You know, and just like it's, you know, like locking the door at the end of the night, turning out the light, making sure the stove but is we're off. we're big boys,
0: Ma. We can it's, take care yeah, of ourselves. B- but
2: even <laughs> like Apple was saying, like, <laughs> you know, I, I went and I put that picture up and he was like, you know, we've we've had like all these com- uh, poster um, in frames that we've been meaning to hang up since last year. <laughs> and what
1: it's, yeah, they've been I'm building up.
2: Sure and if I'm not around, it doesn't get done. But since I'm home now, we can do things like that. And Mel's that's what mom whip. does exactly: clean your fucking room. Let's find that smell. That's our. So Ryder said earlier that our house was haunted. Okay. We don't
4: want to okay. leave okay. you guys
0: hanging. Wait, for, for any of you out there that know about this, we're, this is a real thing. And yeah, and uh, Apple. I think Apple's is a good Cody. If you know who I'm talking to, Bug Dude abides. Maybe you could help us with this. There is a ghost smell Guys, in our house. No. It is, wait, it's traveling. Hang on. It's not it's, a ghost hold smell. On. It's a dead road. It's traveling the around the That's house. What, it, 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 if you go in one room, it smells like something died. And then that it'll go away in that room and show up in another part of the house. <laughs> Today it was by the front door. Guys, okay.
2: By the front
3: the door. Night, the night it started, before I knew anything about it, I had sleep paralysis and a ghost dream. And I don't... Get that shit! I've had sleep paralysis now twice ever in my entire stinky life. Ghost. It's a ghost. This house is
1: fucking haunted. Dirty fucking and he stinks. Um, it's a stinky
3: ghost.
2: I don't know if it's haunted. Apple I don't believe said it's haunted. A dead rodent. That's what apples. It could says, be, kind be a dead of, rodent too. I kind but of I just think it's,
3: it's more fun to think it's a so ghost. So we've been
2: cleaning off the hook because. I'm like, I, I started off, I'm like, okay, fucking let's wipe this shit down, let's sanitize it, let's clean it.
0: Graham's like, wait, we were on the river Styx, now we're tracking
3: down a
2: ghost. We're yeah, going to leave the you the numbers, so if you want to get right guys, to the interview. <laughs> go ahead, go um,
3: ahead. It's spooky season.
2: Anyway, we've been cleaning off the hook, we were trying to find it, I got rid of whatever uh, you know, Sabine thought, I got rid of whatever my mom thought. I sink in thought. there. I, we got rid of the trash, everything, and it, uh, I had to-
0: So help. Is is it's what, basically help, what we're like, saying. If anybody double. knows what the fuck that, that is, please <laughs> yeah. DM us or send me an email. And I thought info it was my at
5: Have we
3: tried sage yet?
4: <laughs> we
5: will do. No, sage. No, we haven't tried sage. Exactly, I'm we telling we tried you guys. Cinnamon, it's sage. The yeah, stink ghost cinnamon. out. <laughs> Casper the funky stink ghost. <laughs> <Steady> ghost. <laughs> he ain't I was friendly. Casper when
2: I was little.
0: That was my favorite. Anyway, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah it it scared me, but I loved it but I don't know I why. Those I also, I also did never have a... Casper scared you? Um, yeah, Casper scared me when I was a little kid, but wow. it, babe, I also had a plastic lobster that I slept with as a kid, so I was a little weird. That wasn't scary. That's not right. weird.
2: Kids do whatever they want.
0: <laughs> he is weird. That's was true. Weird. Um, <laughs> you know, also this week, I uh, this is a public service <laughs> announcement to all of oh you out Lord. there that don't go to Dang. the dentist enough. Whoa. I haven't been to the dentist in three years. And I got a hole in my gums and shit, and it, it hurts, man. And just go to the dentist is my point. I went to the dentist this week for the first time in three years, and yeah, man, if it's been longer than my insurance, That's this,
3: is, this is the public service announcement. If it's been longer than six months since the last time you went to the dentist, just make a fucking appointment and go to the goddamn dentist.
1: Go to the dentist. Go right. to the
3: dentist. So yeah,
0: that was my week. Dentist, Mel's home. Uh, I'm imagining, not manifesting. I changed my movie, and there's a ghost smell in my house. Ryder, how was your week? <laughs>
3: well, I had sleep paralysis, so that sucked. It kind of fucked my whole week up, I'll be honest. I'm still tired. Um, last night? You know, no, the night before last night. They, they say, they, the, you, the How many times they, are
2: you going to interrupt?
3: They say that, yeah, that's, they say oh, that sleep paralysis that. is a psychic Does attack. Just let anybody talk. I, I, I agree with that. I I wholeheartedly do because I don't like that doesn't happen to me like I said I've only ever twice had sleep paralysis I know people that like can t- like have sleep paralysis on a regular basis I got something I don't. for you tonight man okay um I also drew a bunch of sigils over my bed and slept like a baby last night so I'm oh, good there you go uh but I mean other than that it's been a solid week. Um, <laughs> Mel's back oh, home. The possession, <laughs> go team attack. <laughs> yeah, I woke up with a shadow on my chest. It was fucked up, guys. So we'll tell them about it. So tell the story. Okay, so yeah. I was having bad dreams that whole night. Can't remember any other dreams except for the last one before sleep. Par- the sleep paralysis. I dreamt that I woke up in my bed to something pulling something off my bed or it felt like something was like just falling off my bed and I grabbed it and tried to pull it back and something pulled back and I like panicked and like was pulling it. And anyone that has, that talks in their sleep, uh, you might know the sound. Like you can feel (sighs) that you've said something. You can feel and hear that you've said it out loud in the real world Mm -hmm. as well as dream world. And I said, give it back. And it, whatever it did, let go of whatever I was holding on to. let see. It's totally cool. Well, yeah. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was great. Shit. It was great. And then I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it ended well to yeah, me. That. And
3: then I tried to take like a relieved breath and I couldn't breathe and woke uh, up with weird. my, with my hands in like a pulling position in front of me and a, and a shadow sitting on my chest and, and I just knew that something was in the corner of my room. I was just trying to pull the sheet off I just...
4: <laughs> <day>.
3: <laughs> you looked hot. I was just trying <laughs> to help you, man. I was trying to hook you up. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. It was very thoughtful. Thank you. But you scared you the shit together. out of me and ruined my week. No, I'm joking. Oh, uh, anyway. Anyway. And, and I, like shakily like managed to just go no <laughs> what? <laughs> just, you know what? that's what i, it's, I <laughs> that was that was the sound that came out, came out of my face it wasn't it wasn't a voluntary I want sound you all
0: to picture <laughs> a grown-ass man oh, sorry, 25 years old shaved like shaved head head bearded big dude kind of burly looking. Big terrified eyeballs. He's a big teddy bear, guys. Scared out of his... Dude, that's one of the funniest fucking (laughs) things in the world, dude, is is when I've had bad dreams in this house, I woke up one night and there was dementors swirling around the top of my room. And I was so fucking scared. And I turned on the light. Mel was at work. And... I a grown man turning on the light in the middle of the night, scared, sleeping with lilies. a fucking scared. teddy bear, going back to bed all scared with the lights on.
3: Have that's a, some funny shit, right? I have there. a, st- well, I have, I don't have a teddy bear. I have a stuffed tyrannosaurus. That I that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> I a, that's a goddamn with. teddy bear. Though. I just called you Darwin yeah. Ryder. But, but uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I shakily said no, and then like snapped out of the sleep paralysis, still with my hands in front of me, like I'm, like I'm. Were fishing. they holding anything? No. Not anything physical, no. I'll tell you that much. He won't go, he's just going, no! <laughs> like I'm thi- <laughs> No <laughs> And then I and then I that, that was like, sounds like a That was about
0: three thirty in the morning. So our new YouTube channel is just gonna be like the five minutes before all of us wake up in the morning yeah. video. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I think that would be a hit. I'm not excited at all. <laughs> <The birdie laughs> you know, apple's guys. just fucking <laughs> making nice it All right. Well, I think we've uh, covered Covered
1: the week. Yeah, we covered a lot there. Wow.
3: Yeah, it's been a while since we've had a a base touch. Yeah.
2: What's a base touch? Well, t- touch and
3: base. Oh.
2: <laughs> As they, obviously, the <laughs> highlight of all,
1: all of that nonsense and things and seriousness pulled together is the most awesome thing. Is the family is more whole again with Mel's schedule shift. Now she's home every night, and we all get to hang out. So let's
0: let's all round of applause for Mel's new schedule
5: yeah
1: we love you
4: now
2: thanks guys you you know how to make a gal feel
4: special (laughs) real real quick real quick real quick Um, shut up i gotta go to bed (laughs) i do
3: want to say for any of our eagle eared listeners i apologize if i've been doing any kind of mouth breathing and or throat swallowing i'm getting over a cold If I get all sniffly, I apologize. Whatever, Someone's man. gonna say some shit and I just wanted to say sorry.
0: and
1: mouth breather, yeah, just stop. It. I
0: know. Hey, everybody out there, check this out. I I got new news. I'm gonna go do the business now and I have something two new things to tell you.
4: Oh.
5: <sighs>
0: all right. For those of you that are tweeters that, that twit on the Twitter, I am now Twittering. Oh, snap. I have, I tweeting. have started tweeting, tweeting, and and that is the thing. So, twit-
2: tweeting reminds me of Donald Trump. So
0: now uh-huh. you can yes, follow No Simple Road on Twitter. <laughs> yep, does. Twitter. All and, right, boy, howdy is it a party? So yeah, head over there to Twitter and follow at No Simple Road, and share our stuff and retweet it because when I tweet, I really tweet. I don't know. I, I started t- using Twitter. Good at the at the suggestion How do you you seem you feel to know about all the lingo. Uh,
2: what do you feel about Twitter so far?
0: I think that Twitter is very cool. I, you know, I like the fact that I can curate my feed and I don't have to see all the political bullshit.
2: What do you mean curate your feed? I can you. decide
0: what shows up and what doesn't. Yeah. For the most part. And but
2: how how does anything show up?
0: You follow other people. <laughs> oh. And, and if you don't, if you like, if you didn't follow anybody, you're just going to get like the most popular shit. And I don't allow
1: that. So you know, like popular shit. No,
0: I don't want to be popular. Anyway, yeah, Twitter. You can I'm follow at No Simple class. Road on Twitter and you can follow us on Instagram. <laughs> I'm also using that for the show. And uh, no simple road dot com, simple If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at info at no simple road dot com or you can call in to the hot loop, tepid line Luke tepid line at 971-808-1524 that's 971-808-1524 and then the other thing reddit that i wanted to tell you about besides
2: reddit we have that new one that we didn't read online i don't think have at it baby um this is a new review from september 12th um you're gonna love this is the caption Um, I just discovered this pod while searching for Neil Casal tributes. (coughs) The heartfelt episode was the first one for me, and I can't wait to dive into the archives and listen to the new ones. Subscriber for life. Por vida. And this is Kay Bosher or K. Bosher. Right on.
0: We love you. Welcome to the family. Yes, thank you so much.
2: Sorry if I butchered that, but I- Boshered it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I'm sorry i
0: apologize I so we, i love you guys we really need your five-star review we asked
2: for a review and we got one so yep, thank you i appreciate thank it thank you Kay bosher but
0: those of you that haven't left Coming the five-star review you don't have to leave any words you can just go to your app that you're listening to us on if you're on on spotify you know share the show if if on apple Podcasts, go ahead and Hit the little five stars and keep on trucking on. We really need those, so it helps the show get noticed and get found or by you other could, listeners. So we need your help,
1: guys. You
3: Hook could leave up. us your favorite word. doesn't have to be a bunch of words. It's just one word, whatever word's your favorite. Platitude.
0: <laughs> Miasma. Five stars, platitude.
1: Thank you very much. And and
0: Miasma. Um, I do want to say something that has we've been kind of lax on for a little while, and... We need your help, man. We haven't really talked about Patreon lately. And um, it's the way that we pay for the show. Besides the sponsors that we have, it's how that No Simple Road pays its bills.
3: It's the lifeblood, guys. Yeah,
0: man. And here's the deal, man. Like, I've said this before. Back in the day, when painters would paint, like Michelangelo or Da Vinci or whoever, they would go out and they would get patrons and these patrons would pay these guys bills so that they had the freedom to create the things that they had inside of them. If Michelangelo or Da Vinci or whoever had to get up and go to punch a clock every day, we wouldn't have beautiful, the beautiful art that they had created out in the world right now, and it's because of the patrons that took care of them and helped them have the mental space to be able to create that stuff that we have it. And it's the same thing now, except for it's digital. And, you know, it's not up to a single one of you guys out there to help take care of us. It's it's a family thing. It's a community thing. And no simple road is a community and a family.
3: Although if any single one of you just wanted to pay (laughs) our bills, I swear to God, we would be eternally. No complaints.
0: No No complaints.
3: But the point the
0: point is, it's not uh, a lot of money. You can you can give a buck or $2 a month and if a bunch of you guys do that that will end the the need for us to go out and punch a clock every day we will be able to bring you better content more content (coughs) different things more video more all the stuff that we have ideas for I really want to start doing the head talks for you guys and I just don't have the time because I got to go to work so if you guys want to help us materialize those things we would appreciate it.
3: Donate to us your favorite number, like make that the amount. That way that number shows up in your bank like your bank statements more that's often. Cool. Yeah. Do that's that. a good idea, mm-hmm. Ryder. Do that. That's cool. You know, if you
0: think about it, if you do if you do a buck a month, you aren't gonna miss a dollar or two dollars. I, I promise you. So for those of you out there that are listening to this, we need your help, man. Um, the show's growing, we're doing more stuff, and it's costing more. And we also need that space in our lives to be able to create. So if you would help us get there, we would be eternally grateful. We're taking our time and our talent and putting it on the line for you guys, and we're asking for a buck back. So that's all I have to say about that, except for head over to patreon.com forward slash road and sign up and become a Chan Donator. And I'll personally send you an angel. And Ryder will send you an angel.
5: Send me an angel. Don't yes. you
0: donate on Patreon, and I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, do. <laughs> I do, I do. I never got an angel. You did? I no, I didn't. Mel, you, you actually donates angel? to the show through Patreon. Yeah, me and Mel
3: both do. Yeah, I
2: know. So I made us both angels. Also, yep.
0: guys, um, something really important. The Daddy Unscripted podcast is another podcast on yeah. the Osiris Podcast Network.
4: Oh.
0: And Tim did something really brave and amazing. And uh, I want to call it out and I want everybody that listens to No Simple Road to check out the Daddy Unscripted podcast and listen to this episode I'm about to tell you about. Um, Tim is a brave dude, man, and he took the time to record his story of attempted suicide and it's really fucking heavy and it's really personal shit and it's from the heart and it's really a beautiful story When you get to the end of it and everybody out there needs to listen to this. So I'm just telling you guys so that you can check out the Daddy Unscripted podcast and give Tim some feedback and let him know that that he did a good job and that you guys appreciate it too. And that, you know, you heard him because when you do something like that, it can feel super weird and it wasn't weird at all. It was really beautiful. And I just want to support him and, and let him know that we love him. And want you guys to give it a listen. So check out the Daddy Unscripted podcast. So that's anybody, awesome. You know, I'm gonna have to go over there and listen yeah, to that. It's, he's it's, it's powerful, man.
1: And he he's, got, he's just got a great voice and everything too. I'd yeah. listen to that one. Aaron was on there too. Yeah, Listened I really to that. He interviewed that Aaron, and it was it's cool when you know somebody most of your life, but then you like listening to that. You all, there's all you always learn more about people and stuff. It, that was it was a really good interview, and he's he's an awesome guy.
2: Yeah. It really was a good interview.
0: So, you made it to the end of the intro. I'm proud of you, man. Thank and, you. And ladies out mm-hmm. there, you guys. I, I appreciate you hanging in there with us this Say week. Ladies. This, Like we said in the beginning, this is super special for us. And, and we were really honored to have Graham on the show. And I hope this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. You know? So, get get yourself ready get yourself a nice cup of tea if yeah
3: like if coffee. you're not if you're not driving or at work like get comfy this is a comfy yeah, this is interview. definitely a comfy yeah. episode like put on your comfy pants mm. yeah. get like some Does nice everybody out there socks have comfy, comfy pants if you I don't have comfy so. pants you need to pause some. the podcast go to target get yourself some mm. comfy pants this is not a joke anymore get yourself some okay. comfy pants everybody
0: out All there right. there's riders psa um yeah so get yourself ready this is going to be a good one man and I'm gonna stop talking, and we're gonna get you there. Ready? Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Graham Lesh.
5: We ready for Graham or gonna... not?
0: I'm
3: ready.
2: Graham, I'm for ready.
3: Him. I'm ready. All right, here we go.
0: I'm
2: ready for. Oh, I'm turning off my ringer. Uh, ooh, oh,
1: same here. Uh, Heard it all. Does all right. he have
0: his own Facebook or oh. Instagram? <laughs> Let's ask him. Do you even Instagram? Do
2: you even
0: Instagram dude? Bro, what is his he? Twits. What is, what's his he tweets, Graham. Uh,
1: the, tweets. He tweets a band? lot. Hold on. Uh, midnight, midnight North. All right. Shush,
3: Apple. <laughs> He's on with us. What's up, oh. Graham? Oh.
6: Hey, how you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> we're used <laughs> we're <all> to <laughs> just bullshit. We're, we're used to like here. a
3: warning sound. We usually use Skype and it goes bidding 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 before we call. Nothing. I'm okay. sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Graham.
2: We're a little
0: uh we're a little today. We're disheveled and ornery. What's happening, brother?
6: Not much. Thanks for calling, <laughs> <You> welcome <know, laughs> what call to know, whatever state. <laughs> yeah,
0: welcome to the porch.
6: Yeah, thank you for having me. This is Aaron, by the way. Hi. Yeah. Let's introduce
1: ourselves, and then we'll have Graham introduce himself.
0: Okay, go ahead, Apple. Since you are so, since I am ready, ready to I'm go, to say, well, this, this is go. Apple,
1: and uh, thank you for joining us, Graham. It's a pleasure to have you here this evening. And
2: hi, Graham. This is Mel, hi. and welcome to the porch. Thanks for uh, taking the time out today. Hey, Graham. Yeah. This is Perfect.
3: Ryder. I, uh, I don't. You, I haven't been on in a while, so it's nice to. To talk to people. Hey there. <laughs>
6: yeah. We don't let them all out right. much, man. Yeah. No, they keep me locked
0: up. So how's it going tonight, brother? What are you up to?
6: Uh, it's going good. I'm enjoying uh, This is uh, a couple weeks off. Ooh. And, uh, you know, just a day at home. Nice. No, I'm not on a porch, but close enough. <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> I'm, I am in, in spirit, I guess. Yes, you are with
2: us.
0: Yeah, you are here with us.
6: We
2: actually we have do a, have a yeah. chair for you. We so. have an empty seat usually. We, all, we
1: always do. It's like it's Seder. Awesome. You're, I guess yeah. you would be Elijah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and thank you for,
1: thank you for taking some of your time off cause you are a busy man. So thank you for spending some of your time off with us.
6: Yeah, of course. Of course. You're getting um, ready.
1: You're getting ready to start a pretty big
0: tour, right?
6: Yeah. Um, the midnight North tour will start in about a month. Well, mid October. Um, but I, you know, I, 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 there's always stuff in between. Um, so I actually leave in about a week for New York. I don't know when this will go up, but, uh, uh, this is a Wednesday and, um, yeah, I leave in about a week for New York. Um, I've got a few gigs there with a few different, uh, groups of people. And then, uh, I, I go on this, uh, this trip to Europe, to Lisbon, uh, Whoa. for 10 days after that. And then, uh, I get home and Midnight North tour starts pretty quick after that. Holy shit. So, so is, uh, is that
2: Lisbon to, uh, Is that like your own thing, like some fun before tour or is that like, are you going to be performing? No,
6: that's, that's music too. Um, it's, uh, I got into it through Ross James and Scott Law and okay, some other yeah. friends in, the in, in your neck of the woods, um, in Portland, uh, they run a charity called, uh, a nonprofit called, uh, IGE innovative giving enhancement I think
4: okay Um,
6: and they put on these uh, sort of cultural exchange uh, music fun uh, trips for for um, yeah for for folks to I don't know I guess we buy tickets and come hang out with a bunch of us musicians and we put on shows and uh, uh, some of them are open to the public and some of them aren't and we you know jam with some. Uh, you know, a bunch of different combos amongst ourselves, but also with some, some local musicians as, as well. Uh, last year was in Barcelona. Uh, this year is Lisbon. I don't know where next year is going to be. Wow. First cool. year I did it was in, in Venice. It used to always be in Venice. So Wow. What's uh, the, what's the scene yeah. like
0: over there when, when you go do something like that? What, what kind of, I don't know. I, it, I wonder like what kind of people show up to that?
6: Yeah. I mean, Um, it's different in each city. I, you know, I've done Venice and Barcelona and I've been to Barcelona before, uh, just on vacation and, you know, very different going there on a, on a gig, even if it's a different kind of gig. Um, and, uh, I don't know, Barcelona is, um, it's a, it's a fun city, but you know, we're for 90% of the time we're sort of, um, enveloped in our group uh, mm, right. which is okay. the, the 15 20 musicians uh, that are a part of it uh, local and and American and um, and then you know the the folks who who the guests who pay to, to be a part and to come to all the shows most of the shows are you know ex- exclusive to the to the folks uh, who come there but then you know we do the occasional big uh, big public ticketed show and I, know, I feel like we did uh it was an everyone orchestra, uh, with wow. Matt Butler leading it. Cause he's part of it. And, uh, and then, the uh, sort of just a Grateful Dead, you know, music of the Grateful Dead show in Barcelona last year sold a whole bunch of tickets and it wow. felt like a, you know, a Terrapin great room show or something like that, or, you know, playing at the great American music hall is that sort of venue. Um, so yeah, I mean, the scene is, it's different everywhere you go yeah. but do you, you know, like, people like rock and roll music so oh yeah <laughs> okay
2: so i was going to ask that i was going to ask so when you go somewhere like spain or lisbon or wherever does the environment affect your playing like do you feel like taking on some of the environmental musical cues or yeah, do you like come with the, yeah or, or do you just come with your own thing and you guys play your own thing and and maybe it's a blend yeah. between the two but
6: um I think it is a blend between the two, but I think the environment is more than just where we are. It's also, um, you know, the, the particular blend of people that I'm with, you okay. know, that we're all with, you know, sure. it's, um, you know, I don't always get to, I mean, last year, um, you know, my apartment roommates were, you know, my wife and I were there with, uh, Elliot Peck from Midnight North was also in our, um, apartment, Eric Krasno was in our apartment. Um, the Blakebergs were there. Um, you know, and you know, we're then right down the hallway, there's Ross and Scott blah and Nikki Bloom and, um, Bill Nershey and Jillian Nurshey and So all the heavy hitters uh, in one spot. Yeah. That's and, a, you, you, know, got a, you got a good group and, of friends, man. <laughs> it's yeah. The it's the nexus it's really cool. But it's a unique one. And you know, this year, like the fruition folks are coming on, oh, on the right trip. On. And, um, You know, our friend Mahali from Twiddle is coming. Um, and so it's, you know, it's a, it's always a cool blend and a different blend. Um, and so, you know, that, that particular environment, the the particular group of people that you're around is also part of what influences how we play too. But then, you know, in, in Barcelona, we're going to see Gaudi museums and, you know, Dali museums and stuff like that. So, um, you know there is a part of the the actual environment and the stuff that is unique to Barcelona that i'm sure affects our mood and and that affects yeah, the, how we the play vibe of it. yeah that's it mm-hmm. we're, we're coming Absolutely. we're coming
0: with you man that's well, it
1: i <laughs> I, can't, <Yeah. laughs> I can't help but think about it too i bet when you're over there man you eat so good <laughs> oh. that's the main reason i want to go over there <laughs> yeah
6: yeah it's, it's uh it's it's amazing i mean Whenever I'm on tour, especially with the Terrapin family band, um or just in a band with Ross, James and Scott Law, they're the people I sort of follow around and just like tell me where to eat <laughs> <laughs> I see
0: on his on Ross's post like he's he's the he's the man when it comes to that stuff.
6: Yeah, he's a little bit of a chef too. Uh but oh, when cool. he's uh when he's uh he's touring, he's he's the one that finds out the hidden gems. Oh shit. You know. For sure. You
0: know, man he, it really is cool to to hear everything that you're up to. And, and like when you hear you say it, like you, you just named all these amazing, super talented musicians. But on the flip side of that, like that's your family. And how fucking rad that you get to travel around the world and do what you do with the people that you love the most and having fun. How cool is that, man?
6: <laughs> it's very cool. And You know, I mean, what's lucky for all of us is it sort of happened naturally. You know, we're not just seeking out talented people, but they're, you know, we all became friends pretty naturally. Um, And, you know, you're not always friends with your coworkers, um, but somehow this sort of, you know, this sort of uh, worked out, I don't know, at least in the Terrapin scene. And those of us that sort of started the, the Terrapin scene, you know, Ross and Alex and I, Um, And my brother and Scott Patton and all these folks, we were lucky enough to get introduced to, you know, I think what it it happened through like Tim and Nikki Bloom and Jackie Green introduced us to like the ALO folks and Tim introduced us to Scott Law and Scott Mm -hmm. Law introduced us to, you know, and on and on and on. It's a crazy Uh, family tree. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And that's not even getting into, you know, the Grateful Dead. Right. Connection and everything, and you know, well, that, um, that, that's and what all of that. So yeah, it's 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 cool to how cool how it's uh, it's all sort of uh, extended it, out and expanded, and yeah, we I, are lucky.
1: I was just saying you, you are like, and and it's amazing. I it's amazing to see, uh, like like we've had Ross on the show and Eric. Mm-hmm and stuff and, and to see holly. you guys I I'm 50 and sometimes I forget that you're so much younger to see the young scene these uh, the, the what you guys are doing with music yeah. and what you what you and your what your dad has provided with Terrapin we've been to Ter- Terrapin is such a special place it's an incubator for it's, talent yeah it's like a church you go there and I mean just everything from the moment you park and you go in the food everything it's amazing just to see what you guys are doing and to see there's no ego involved we've seen you play several times uh you know of course your dad everybody it's just amazing the love that goes around this community that we all are part of and that you guys have really given that platform that foundation for yeah yeah Yeah,
6: thanks and you know it's cool you say church i mean that's how we describe leave helm's barn and that was the you know the that was the uh the inspiration, you know, I mean, it's, it's more than a, than church, you know, but sure. I mean, shoot, you spend a few, I mean, I think the rambles that they still do and, uh, you know, a good show that happens there is still, it's a pretty spiritual experience, but, uh, the ones, especially the rambles when, when Livon was still alive, were that's something else, you know? Um, and you know, it was that, but it was also, his home, you know, so, you know, I, obviously that was a, uh, something my, my folks were after with Terrapin yeah. was to make it feel homey. Sure, home. yeah, yeah. I mean, with all that, all that, that music, it's, it's going to be something, something spiritual for sure.
0: Well, you, you know, you bring up something, you say it's more than church and for a lot of us that that's exactly what it is. It's more than that. It's, it's our, it, it's our life. And it's a celebration. We go there to celebrate and to be immersed in that thing. And, you know, for you, you have this super unique perspective on it because you grew up, like, if it was a stew, you grew up in the stew. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and I just wonder, like, for you, man, because for most of us out here, we have this moment when we had our aha moment. You know what I mean? Like, 89, I walked into the forum I'd never seen the dead before. I had this moment of like, holy shit, there's a whole community of people that understand how I think. And then not to mention the music side of it, this telepathic thing that was going on. Do you have a a memory of like that moment for yourself?
6: Um, I do think so. But, you know, I, I think the real moment like that actually happened um, you know, for me around like dead 50 and the 50th anniversary more than anything. Cause I was very young when Jerry died. I went to a lot of shows, but I like to say, I, you know, my brother and I went to a lot of first sets, and then yeah. we had to go back and go to, you know, it's that time. Um, but, you know, I was, I was eight when, when Jerry died and uh, you know, growing up, I, I learned all this music, through Phil Lesh and Friends, you know, like mm-hmm. I still think my favorite, you know, I love the Q. Um, you know, the Phil Lesh Quintet and Warren Haynes and Jimmy Herring and Rob Barocco and John Molo. Those, oh yeah. That particular blend, you know, with my dad was just a. Uh, um that's how I learned the music really. So and you know, growing up um it wasn't so uh, I don't know. All my not, you know, that wasn't what my friends were listening to. That right, you know, like listening to their metal. parents. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're listening to whatever. You know, I listen to a lot of different stuff too, um, including The Grateful Dead and including flesh and Friends. But um, you know, it's kind of always just around. And then you know, what I sort of had the aha uh-huh, aha uh-huh moment about in twenty fifteen ish was just all these people that I would never have expected to be deadheads came out of woodwork as not really that secret deadhead. And it sort of just like drove home to me that the community was that much bigger. And it, it included all these people that I, you know, felt a sense of community with, but not necessarily for that reason. Right. Um, And so it, yeah, I don't know. Wow. Um, That's, that's funny. Yeah. I'm, I was, almost 30 at the time and it took that long to really I think wrap my head around the scope of it.
2: Do you feel like it from that point on it like influenced your music differently or did you kind of have a style that you liked prior to that?
6: Um, I don't know it's hard for me to tell what what is like me and the bands I'm in getting better and what's uh (laughs) yeah that makes sense and what's uh what's not you know like i don't think that realization changed my appreciation of the music you know yeah because i already did but you know i also appreciated a lot of other music and i also knew that like midnight north can't do what the grateful dead you know, like, I don't think anyone can Mm-mm. musically. It really so, is you know, a
2: standalone.
6: Yeah. And, um, so I think what, you know, what every band has to do is figure out what they do best and what, the, you know, compare that to what they want to do right. and what's fun for them. And, and hopefully that, you know, that's the direction that, that works for them and that they, you know, are capable of doing, Uh, or uh, that's the direction they're capable of going. And, you know, for us, it wasn't so much the jamming and, you know, it's all roots music at some point, but, um, you know, we're, we're just trying to write songs and, and sing our three part harmonies. And occasionally there's a guitar solo, but. um, It's a lot more than that. (laughs) Yeah, it (laughs) is. It's a lot I mean, yeah, but you know, we're, we are, when we're writing, we're melody first and we're right. like, you know, we're trying to say something with the lyrics, not, um, I don't know. When we work out a song, it's not, um, it's the, the jamming happens in a secondary manner. Right. That's um, not the primary focus. Yeah. We're a band that can jam, but we're not a jam band.
0: You know, I, I, I wanted to ask you too, like, I think every band, has its own superpower, and I think yeah. If you look at the yeah. Grateful Dead, like in in my opinion, I think the Grateful Dead's superpower was songwriting, even more than than jamming.
6: Uh, well, I think some bands might have multiple superpowers. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. yes. That's but true. Yeah, I mean, I think. <laughs>
2: Can you think of one right off the top of your head besides
1: the Dead? Uh, Elliot Peck in Midnight. <laughs> <North>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to ask you, man. Like, if you were a fan of Midnight North that wasn't playing in the band, what do you think Midnight North's superpower is?
6: I would hope people say it's the singing and it's the melodies yeah. and the Aww, songs. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what we put most of our time into. And, uh, you know, that's what we like to showcase when we think we're putting our best foot forward. Yeah.
0: was that Was the harmony stuff something that you found once you all got together and started playing or was that like a something that you aimed for?
6: Um, it was definitely something we, that was there from the beginning. I mean, I was, I was in a band uh, during and after college um, and that band sort of fell apart. And through that, um, Eric saw our original drummer in midnight North. He was in that old band and we just sort of, we met Connor, our bass player Um, and he knew Elliot and we were rehearsing at Connor's house and just the three of us before Elliot was, uh, even around and she sort of heard us and I had a few songs and she had a few songs. And so we're just like, okay, well let's learn each other's songs. And then, then we have enough songs to like play a set and maybe go record an album. Most of that sort of became our first album, uh, end of the night. But you know, it was, it was, you know, part of this whole thing was she was just overhearing us rehearse and uh, and was just like, I, you know, look, I, I can play these songs. I've been listening to you guys, for, you know, play them for hours now. Like, here's, I have some harmonies to them already. Um, and so that sort of just happened naturally. I started doing the same to her songs. And then, you know, when we started figuring out covers and whatnot, there was a lot of, like, I don't know, Emmylou Harris and Graham Parsons songs. And, you know, these country songs with a couple, you know, just two, two singers mm-hmm. doing two part harmonies. And then, you know, a couple of years later, uh, Alex Jordan joined the band and gave us a third singer. And we sort of dove pretty headfirst into the three part harmony world, which, you know, then you're getting into the band and crowds Stills and Nash yeah. and, and and The Grateful Dead, you right. know, like those those albums where they really were kicking ass in that department. Um, so yeah, I mean it was definitely always a focus. I mean we're we're always trying to just write the best songs we can. But the, the harmony part, you know, it started as a two part and you know, at this point Elliot and I have been singing together for almost eight years. So it's there's a there's a a, a comfort there in like handing over this melody that we have to the other person mm. and just like, Hey, does this work? Can you sing to this? And generally, generally the answer is yes. Wow. And then, you know, we fit Alex in with the third part, um, you know, where, where it feels comfortable. And, you know, while all this is happening, paraffin is starting. So we're like getting a chance to play all the time and sing wow. all the time. What a that, dream come true. Of course. Yeah. It's really lucky. Um, and you know a lot of this is luck, but um, you know once we had the opportunity, we definitely put the time in.
0: So yeah, I don't. Yeah. I think maybe luck is is a little bit of it, but it's also hard fucking work, man. Yeah. I mean, it's
4: you, you know, can't make no, yeah, somebody it can play good. Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: you, right. You can't yeah. make somebody have talent. So <laughs>
4: yeah. even
2: if you were For given real, the opportunity and you had nothing to play, you couldn't pull it off. But the fact that music is in your veins and you had the opportunity. That's the key. It was like a mixture of the both. And the drive. Yeah. And the, and the, yeah, the drive, you're right.
6: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and being surrounded with the right people and uh, everyone else who is willing to work as, as hard and pull in the right, in the same direction, you know, I think and not just Midnight North, but, you know, with all the other musicians at Terrapin, it was really cool
1: that that's what i love about what you what your th- this whole scene does is you guys seeing seeing you or any of these characters we've mentioned is seeing you live seeing the mix of people the special guests everybody like i said no ego involved and you guys push each other to be better and not like in a pushy way but just like you inspire each other yeah. some of the times we see you guys playing it it is just amazing i i flash back to when we first saw uh, Terrapin what was it, band? three years ago, Up here. We saw you guys in Vegas when you used to live there, but up here at Crystal oh, cool. Ballroom. oh yeah those were fun it was amazing yeah Yeah,
2: you guys really uh, I mean wow spoke to me in a major way when you played at the Crystal Ballroom and I just wanted to let you know that like you guys are because what you guys are doing is special like from another perspective male and female that's just kind of like few and far between mixing the two as a band it happens like maybe more yeah it's happening more and that's what I love is that you guys are, are that that's what that is like Elliot Peck is amazing and and you guys in your harmonies and just bringing the the two together we need that we need more like powerful men and women singing their freaking yeah. hearts out you know and like getting that point across right like yeah. I'm, I'm grateful to you for doing that and thank you like like from my personal heart like thank you for bringing that out and even if you're the first or the last or whatever the fact that you guys are doing it thank you for that mm-hmm.
6: yes well, yeah. I mean, it's not something we thought about when we started, but it's. It's. I mean, yeah. I mean, Elliot talks plenty about how she just has to have to hang out with a bunch of dudes so, all the time. So. <laughs> Elliot that, and I have that's something I in common. Say, that's what Bella and Bella yeah, <laughs> we need to get her and her so let's get get more. Let's get more more women. Yeah,
2: because I like I think I think a while back we were talking about like just how underrepresented women were in the jam scene. And I don't know that it's on purpose or not. It doesn't matter. Like that part doesn't matter. The fact that we just need more women in it, period, whether it wasn't like that or whether it's headed toward that. We just need more women to jam and to bring out that that vibrant and strong voice into these amazing powerful um instruments and, and concert venues and jam sessions. Like we just need it as a society, as a culture, in the jam scene, wherever it is, we need it. Well I, I think too that
0: like there's a something really unique and beautiful that happens when a a man and a woman get on stage and sure, are in harmony is. together. The energy yeah. of that thing Like Susan and Derek. (laughs) It changes a room. Yeah,
2: like it's it's almost like the mom and dad like getting along and like bringing (laughs) the kids, like, come on kids, you know? So like, I just, you know, I don't think that you need it, but I just encourage you guys to continue that strongness because it really does resonate out out. to the audience in a way that's comforting like a family is comforting.
6: Yeah, I think... I think the thing about representation is just that like why limit yourself to any point of view or type of person, yes. you know, in a, in a scene or in a band or wh- I mean, whatever, like in life personally, <laughs> we're just like, you know, Elliot's one of my best friends and, and I love, you know, I love making music with her. So we're going to keep doing that, you know, so uh, like it doesn't matter who she is. I mean, I feel the same way with like Alex Coppert and, sure, and yeah. Right you know, Connor from the, you know, all these folks you just like have a connection with, um, but yeah, I mean, I think in general for the scene, for the jam scene, I mean, there's enough of us dudes, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of testosterone. You know? let's, let's change Was, it up. Like, all, of, all right? of the things that dudes have to say have been said, you know?
5: <laughs> what? No. Well,
2: I'll tell you what, man. Women like to spend money on concerts, too. Women like concert t-shirts. Yeah. Women like going yeah. out and dancing and having a good time. So if I can hear a guy bringing it and then the counterpart bringing it, that is one sexy night that you're in for. Yeah.
6: That's true. Yeah, and yeah. just, you know, like, they're, I don't know. The yeah. voices sound different together. Yeah, do, you yes. know, if you're talking singers, especially. You, um, so, yeah, I like having the, you the had, combo, you for had sure. You said
0: earlier, you know, that Midnight North is, like, rooted in Americana, right? And I wonder, is it tough, man? Like, you'll go and you do gigs with Terrapin Family Band, and then... Going to do like you know two nights later Or whatever you got to go play with Midnight North is it hard to switch Gears like that or is it Switching mm. gears
6: I don't know if it's switching I mean the, the Main way that it's switching gears is that Midnight North generally plays 91 90 minute Set and an encore um, and right. with my dad, we play for like four fucking hours. Um, <laughs> no. so, um, your dad is super is human. You're in a sweatshop. Yeah. Is
4: that it?
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: and he never no, breaks I mean, a sweat. it's
6: amazing, but it's, it's a different way of, uh, pacing your energy for a night, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it is different, but you know, I don't know. I, it seems like we're, we've all been trained to just like every night could be something different. Cause at Terrapin, like, you know, the other day I just played a random combo at Terrapin and I just sort of asked a few friends. I asked Connor and, uh, from Midnight North. And cause when I got the offer to do the gig, it was, I was just in a car with him. I was like, Hey dude, you want to play? And, uh, <laughs> Alex Nelson, who's an amazing singer songwriter guitar player. He's Jackie Green's brother and um, our friend Jeremy playing drums, and it was just, you know, like, I don't know that that combo's ever played together. And that's sort of something that, you know, even though I've played with all three of those people plenty, right? I've never played with that particular combination of them. and But that keeps us on our toes. And, you know, I think that that just having to, like, always be working that way has... Uh, has made it so we can sort of, you know, drop on a dime and um, and 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 go into the different modes pretty quickly. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I'm i playing Grateful Dead songs like me, and obviously Midnight North is my style. I'll, you know, That's mostly you. my style. But you know, as so it's it's not really that much of a of a difference. You right. know, I'm not trying. I don't have to. I'm not playing different gear. I'm not trying to get a different tone. Um, I'm just, uh, and, and, you know, there's a good amount of the band that's the same now too. So, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, it's, it it's not really a big difference. Um, I have been, I've joined another band that is slightly a, a different, uh, set of challenges but we haven't done very many gigs yet what, uh, but what, those uh, are because I'm playing bass um, it's called the, it's going to be called the Capital Sunrays um, they were called Sisters of the Strawberry Moon but that was just named after an album uh, it's with oh, wow. Luther Dickinson and Amy Helm and <laughs> uh, JT Nero and Allison Russell from Birds of Chicago and me and Shit. yeah so we've only done a few shows but that's like that's a, I'm playing bass for that, so it's like a big that's where the shift is
0: Yeah, that's more. You know, that, and that's that's
6: gotta but be what's tough. funny about that is, you know, I talked to them and they're they're mostly all you know, Luther's in a blues band and yeah. Amy and Birds of Chicago do a lot of like the folk world and stuff like that. And they're just like Get me into the jam scene. The jam scene is where all the fun happens. And I'm like, <laughs> hang on, I've done the jam scene. I want to try all these other things. Right. You know, I want to try the, you know, I want to try the folk world and the Americana world and all that stuff. And, um, it's funny how just everyone coming from different worlds, it's just, it, there's always a grass is greener. I was just going to say that. Yeah, thing.
0: Everybody thinks that
6: what, no n- matter where you are.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I love so. about this too. That, that's like smashing genres. We talk about that all the time. It's like, quit trying to put everything in a box. It's, it's just, just music. There's, there's good music and bad yeah. music, yeah. and most of it's good. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, you, you brought up like Midnight North playing 90 minute sets, right? And, yep. you know, most of us are used to the two set thing and four hours of music. And, and like I said, dude, your, your dad is a superhuman. I, I like Apple said, I don't think I've ever seen the guy sweat, and we talked well, to, had, yeah, we talked was to Krasno, um, Krasno and Krasno yeah. is like, I'm falling down on the floor and he hasn't even gotten a stool. He's still going <laughs> like. but what in your opinion, what do you think the magic of the two set thing is?
6: Um, I think that it the magic comes in a band that is that we're part of the mm, the sort of mission statement of the band is to really explore mm-hmm. and dig deep into the music you mm-hmm. know like um i i think that it works for bands where the second set is you know the that's the deep dive into the into the psychedelic sometimes right. or you know like into whatever you know, down a path that hasn't been necessarily marked out before the first note. Um, and that's not the mission statement for every band, you know? Um, I think it's a, it's a general, generally a pretty good arc, but it doesn't have to happen in, in two sets. Um, you know, with the break in the middle, I think the, the break in the middle, um, and making it two sets is, um, that's, a, you know, a little bit more of a just, like, let's give everyone a chance to go smoke a cigarette, buy, buy some beer, and keep the bar in business kind <laughs> okay. of a thing. I,
0: okay.
6: You know, where... And and give the band a, a rest. Even my dad has to take a break sometimes. But... Um,
1: <laughs> and the rest of
6: us definitely do. But, you know, it's, um, I think in general, the sort of arc of, you know, more, you know... Seventy-five minutes of song songs, and then you know a little shorter, a little more up tempo, and then you dive into the depth for a couple hours. It's the best. And then Great. come out the other side. Um, that's a good arc for a for any show, it's I, think. I think. The hero's journey in music. He, it's something. It's definitely a journey, yeah. and you know I think any any band like for Midnight North, if we're condensing that down into ninety minutes, and we're not diving as deep but we're still trying to keep an arc and a a flow to the show that probably mimics that. I mean, when we get it right, it probably does at least. So, um, you know, we change up our set lists all the time. I mean, every show, um, and we have a lot of material, um, to work with, but, um, you know, when, so we're moving the pieces around a lot, but it sort of just changes up depending on, you know, having those pieces to
0: play with is is awesome, though. Like having the repertoire to be able to go ahead and do that and change up your set list night after night like that. Does it? I would imagine that keeps it fresh.
6: It does. I mean, I think that's what happens when you have seven, eight years of, of material and covers and um, and and all that. Uh, I mean, we've got three albums. Elliot's solo record and you know, the stuff we're, we're writing for our, um, or that we've written for, for our next release, um, already. That's, that's a lot of material. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, you know, we each, I, I, I make the set list generally and then I pass it to Elliot and she passes it to Connor and, uh, that's sort of how it goes each night, but it's, um it's really just so like, you know, in my head, I'm trying to get that same flow. Uh, I'm trying to make sure that the show has um, yeah, has a has an arc to it and sort of tells a story And yeah, I mean some songs are sort of interchangeable. It's like, oh, we need enough tempo one that Elliot sings that's sort of in this key and can lead into this one, you know, and there maybe there's two or three songs that Fill that particular, <laughs> yeah, uh, particular spot. But then one of those songs could also be an opener, or could also be the like the song right before we get into the jamier song, or whatever. Um, so yeah, it all just sort of fits in that way. And we, uh, yeah, it's it's nice to have to have a lot to work with. And um, yeah, that's cool it's, to hear uh, that you, that it works it's out crafted like that, like
0: that, that kind of intention and thought goes into creating the set list. Like I always kind of wondered that. I always wondered how that works and, and how the mechanics of it happen.
6: Yeah. It's, um, it's, uh, it's sort of, um, I don't know. Uh, like it's, it's more internalized and, and like, I don't, talk about it that, or right, I don't think right. about it that way when I'm making it. Um, but it, it comes from all of the shows we've played and what's worked and what hasn't worked. And, <laughs> um, yeah, it goes, it goes from that. And, you know, like I also, my mom would make most of the film and friends set lists. And so she, you know, there was sort of a trial and error there, but then it, you know, those set lists are amazing. Oh, um, so Graham, from, I wonder from the queue and yeah. So just sort of watching that, and then you know, I I help with the family band ones now, and so just sort of learning from from her and then my dad too. So wow, um, there are there are things to take from from the Grateful Dead set list and way of doing shows, the two set arc, and and taking it even into a band. Uh, that does 90 minutes or, or, even shorter, like, uh, you know, the Capitol Sunrise band that I'm joining, you know, that's more folky and usually a solid 75 and an encore and mm-hmm. a bunch of talking in the middle of each song to tell the story of it. Oh, and, cool. you know, it's a whole different, it's a whole different thing. Um, but it, there's stuff you can take away from each one and, uh, apply it to the other.
2: Graham, were you... I mean, this might sound way out of context, Here we but go. <laughs> were yeah. you a rebellious teen?
6: I wasn't really that much. No. Okay,
2: because I, I no, wonder that be only, only because, you know, music was such a part of your life. It, it's not like you could have like been like, no, I don't want it to be, or that's be that's your thing, or whatever. <laughs> like, you were just... It was infiltrated in your life, and so I just wonder, like, you know when you're rebellious, you want to do the opposite of what your parents are doing or your family's doing. You know (laughs) know what I mean? Like screw that. I don't want that. I've heard
6: those jokes. Like the most rebellious thing I could have done was, uh, become like an accountant or something <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah. our, daughter, our
0: daughter actually said that she was like she my did. way of rebelling yeah. was getting good grades with you guys yeah,
2: yeah. Well, we didn't it's mean, so not that we didn't have standards it was <laughs> with what with, with our daughter it was just like you know you kind of like figure out what you want to do and yeah. and then that's kind of how we raised her and so I just wonder like is that kind of how like your dad and mom were with you like figure out what you want to do or like was music like do music was and then point? figure out what you want to do yeah Yeah, like like what type of dynamic was there with you and your parents um was there freedom or was there a little bit more stiffness or or how how did that work out for you uh
6: there were i probably would describe it as loose boundaries i mean i okay i i didn't particularly want to be rebellious um but it's you know i'm adjusting for like what i imagine an average teenager was my my friends and i were just kind of dorks i'd I played baseball, but like other than that, just sort of hung around and I don't know, shot the shit with my friends. It was, you know, the music thing is the way my folks did. It was, um, when my brother and I were, I think we were six or seven. Um, so how far, how many years
2: apart are you two?
6: Uh, I'm older by a little less than three years. Okay. Um, uh, so I think I was seven. He might've been sick, uh, something like that. We just started taking piano lessons and it was just like, no, this is part of your education. You have to know this. Oh, that's cool. This is cool. part of school.
2: Yeah.
6: And, um, you know, like that sort of just followed through. I mean, I took piano lessons I was maybe 14, eh, 12, 13, 14. I don't remember exactly. Oh, that's a
2: good six, Picked up the years, guitar yeah. at some
6: point. Yeah. Um, I picked up the guitar, the guitar at some point and. I sort of knew all of the theory based on that Mm -hmm. and uh, based on piano and uh, sort of taught myself guitar. I took a few lessons, but I didn't particularly like it. And then, um, you know, just sort of hung out and jammed with friends Mm -hmm. in high school and then, you know, was in a few bands in college and um, yeah, it wasn't So there was no pressure really there was no pressure. Um, I, I really liked it, but you know, the, the, the thought of doing it as a career was like basically happened when terrapin happened. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I had, I had graduated college and I had, I had a, a day job and, um, I did until three years ago or so. And you know, I, Mind if I ask what it was? Uh, yeah, I worked at Adobe. Um, Oh, cool. Uh, Yeah, I worked on their digital marketing side. Nice. Um, I worked with Adobe Social. Um, But, you know, I was a startup that got eaten up by bigger startups that eventually (laughs) ended up at Adobe. Mm
4: -hmm.
6: Um, That sort of thing. You know, Bay Area type thing. Um, uh, And, yeah, I mean, my folks were, you know, They're they're very supportive the whole way Mm. Um, I think once we started Making music together I think you know my dad Sort of got a you know The light bulb went off And and (laughs) I think you know He really liked that and you know we did too
2: Aw, I can't then, imagine how good it must be for I him know. to look at you guys and just, yeah, like, beam. Pretty, and your great. mom, too. Yeah, like, well, not just them, too. I'm sure you have aunts and uncles and cousins. Like, what an amazing thing for the family to have this, like, legacy. legacy yeah, mm-hmm. of like, that. You know how, like, in the old days, there was, like, candlesmiths and, like, metalsmiths. Right. And, like, yeah. there's musicians. And, like, you're in that line the with troubadour. your dad and your mom and your brother. Her and like that that's just to me what a, a beautiful amazing thing to to have
6: you know it- yeah it's really special but you know like throughout the whole thing no pressure I didn't even have pressure there was no pressure on myself to go into music I just assumed I'd always have bands but I didn't know how they would go right. um, and then Terrapin happened and through that I was able to get good enough i think and um you know like i think part of being able to do it as a career is just being able to do it often enough (laughs) (laughs) and you know and play and play in front of people like i don't know i've i've spent a lot of time rehearsing in in people's garages and rehearsal studios and i don't think that had you know i mean who knows yeah. But, uh, you know, what effect it had, I'm sure it was still positive. But especially from a band's point of view, just being able to get in front of people, which Terrapin gave me the opportunity to and gave Midnight North the opportunity to. Right. It's just such a different thing. Well, yeah, that accelerates everything.
0: The energy of the people is there. And also, you have to get over yourself if you're yeah. standing up yeah. in front of people. It's And you're confronted with a lot of shit when you get up there and start doing something. Like we did a, a live podcast from there and mm-hmm. it. there's something about getting up in front of people, doing anything, talking, dancing, playing music, whatever. You're confronted yeah. with who you are real fucking quick. <laughs> you, either, you either get <laughs> yeah. over it or you don't.
6: I mean, I think just like there's being a musician and there's being a performer and there's, you know, being... Uh, you have to learn to do both yeah. and actually doing it in front of people is the only way you can learn to, yeah.
0: You've had the to greatest, per, the to greatest incubator in the whole wide world. Oh, man. tell me about it. Dude, I wonder too, man, like with growing up in the family that you grew up in, we we were pretty honest about psychedelics and smoking pot and all that stuff with our kids, like, Mm-hmm. obviously well, there, was no there wasn't to, there to, wasn't full disclosure when they were younger but no
2: you don't tell your kids you know specific instances but when it comes up you don't skate over it no. because it's like right. your kids look you in the eye and they know oh, yeah. bullshit like there's kids. a certain yeah. respect you have to have for your children as a parent like yeah. and you can't try to pretend to pull the wool over their <laughs> eyes that's n- that's like insulting and unfair yeah but what were they
0: was were they pretty open with you about that
6: uh, yeah, they were. And, you know, I was in high school and my dad wrote his book and like I was applying to colleges and he, w- I was writing college essays upstairs and he was writing chapters downstairs because <laughs> he actually wrote that book. There was no ghostwriter. Wow. Or
2: anything.
6: Yeah. Um, yeah. How long
2: did it take so him?
6: I'm, uh, oh, I don't know. Okay. I, must, <laughs> I mean, it had to be like a year or so. I think they, they did the thing where they sold it first and. Okay with an outline and maybe a couple of chapters and then he actually had to do it. And I'm, I imagine that was something like a year, but I think the release process is also, you know, there are delays all over the place. So I don't actually yeah, remember. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Roughly yeah. A year. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And you know, he's pretty, uh, uh, he's pretty blunt about all of that. And, not blunt, but, honest. you know, he's open and honest about all of, all, everything, you know, his whole life, um, and that, and, you know, for that, I mean, he had a liver transplant, like he, you know, he, he's, been, there's yeah. plenty of his history that's very well known, right. and yeah. there's no need to. Hide it from anyone, much less your kids. Sure. Um, and I think they, both of my parents, knew that. And um, yeah, and you know, we were also just around it all the time, so right.
2: It wasn't. It wasn't
0: yeah. odd for you. It's
6: not. Yeah, it's not weird. That's fucking. Um, that's cool, man. That, you
0: know, it kind of removes the the stigma and the mystique and the whole thing. Like, if you're gonna find out about it, you're gonna find out about it because not because it, your parents told you not to and you want to do it. You're going to find
6: out about it. Yeah. Because it's something that you're really into. Yeah,
0: yeah. cool. And,
6: you know, it's, it's a little bit of a cliche, but it, you know, that, uh, you know, them and also most of my friends folks were very much all of the, like, the, like, we know everyone, every teenager does this. Mm-hmm. Like, we just want you to do it safely. Yes. But you, know you know what? Graham? we don't that's... have to know everything, yeah. but you know, like that's... if you ever need us, like we're here and Aww. that's, I think I mean there's no better way to
0: Yeah. And look at I
6: you. Know. Do, do
2: you have any children <laughs> yet, bro? <laughs> yeah. I do not. Okay. Is that do I you do feel not. like that's part of your future sometime?
6: I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. a good I answer. Music. That's yeah. a, no, that's a good kids. answer. because well, yeah. some people <laughs> Well, yeah, well you know
2: why? Because some people no grow up knowing that they want children. They know that they want to be right, parents or right. they you know, like it's in them. And so some mm-hmm. people just like, I don't know, I'm just living for today, man. Yeah. <laughs> <So> yeah that's, <laughs> you know? not what
1: that's a good, yeah. that's a
6: good thing about women. Definitely not in the up. immediate plan. Sure. But, you know, like my my brother has his his little Levon who's five and a half.
4: Almost oh, so five
6: and three quarters. And I yeah. But you know, Levon was not planned and okay. and he's the most loved Aww. and lovely child of all time and um you know, it's best-laid plans, you know, like totally. Who cares? Like, um yeah, we're so not trying knows, to get some exclusive. But, uh, I just
2: wonder if you felt yeah. like, you know, in yourself, like was that like,
6: well, was something
2: that you wanted.
5: I haven't told <laughs> anybody
6: but it's, it's, no. not the plan. it's not the plan, but you know, I I do know. My uh my family knows. Oh, <laughs> right on. How it is. Okay, I yeah. have I have this
0: memory of when I was a kid and my brother, I have four older brothers, right? And they were mm-hmm. eternal tormentors <laughs> of me. Like Just nightmares Mm -hmm. I witnessed some Yeah they were And this one time My brother Locked me out of the house And I don't know What was going through my head man But I I couldn't get in And I busted the window To get into the house (laughs) And as I was crawling in Through the broken window My dad came home (laughs) And I'll never forget The look on his face Like You fucking idiot What, (laughs) What What are you doing You stupid idiot and it's like the one yeah. time that I remember, like feeling super stupid, and like not the one time, but one of the many gonna, times. I was <laughs> gonna say feeling super <laughs> yeah, dumb, and like time. I really feel like I blew it, and my dad was really pissed. Do you do you have a memory of a time when you were a kid when when you just like blew it <laughs> when you blew it
3: like that? Oh, I don't know. I broke a window playing
6: baseball. (laughs) It does always come down to
3: broken windows. Yeah,
6: well, that made—I mean, your story kind of made me think of that. Um, I don't know. Um,
2: Well, you said you weren't a rebellious soul, so maybe maybe you didn't—you didn't have the need for that. But
6: you don't have to be rebellious to just. Dude's dumb stuff. to blow okay. it. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> blows it. That's true. <laughs> all kids are are extremely dumb. I found. Oh, so. Yes, we are. Um, we
2: definitely um, are as, at times.
6: As former kids, I think we can all agree. Yeah. Um, I fell through a sliding so glass I'm sure window. plenty cause... of that happened, but uh, <laughs> no, I can't think of anything any <laughs> Not so, so
0: much. So, all right. So we're you're getting ready to hit the road and go do your thing, and yeah, barring. Europe, because that doesn't count in the question <laughs> I'm about to ask you. Is there is there one place that you, like, love to get to or, like, the one place that you really look forward to when you're traveling?
6: Uh, in I'm sure... He wants you, you to
0: say Portland. No.
6: <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, I'm sure um, if you've asked other people this, everyone says Red Rock, that is uh, probably... Everyone's go to, yeah, and right. it's, yeah. it's true. It's Red Rocks in the Gorge, right? What's the, like what's they're the, the, well, I don't well, I that's it, it, it very much. Well, Maybe not as a venue. musician,
2: can have you played Red Rocks yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah, so, so, as a musician, to you, is it better or worse or same? Or, like, yeah. like, in your perspective, not like it's great to play, but like, is it so different from another venue that you've played?
6: It is. Yeah. Um, okay. I. I mean, I haven't played that many other venues that are not festivals that are that size. So I, it's not exactly apples to apples, but I've been to all of all of the festivals, sure. you know, or uh, all of the all the venues. Like you know, the equivalent in the Bay Area is probably the Greek Theater oh, or yeah. in Berkeley or maybe Shoreline. Shoreline's a lot bigger, but shore, the Shoreline types are so soulless. I mean, Shoreline's great, but. that type just, eh, you know, like they're, (laughs) they're cool, but like there is something special about red rocks and it's primal and it's, um, it's so natural. Um, it's just made for, for that. It's made for ritual. Um, Yeah. And, and noise and, and music, Mm. you know, I think, I think it is. And I think I'm pretty sure there's a native American history there. I don't, pretend yeah. to be an expert about that, but right. you can feel either, something there is that's history. older than, yeah, there's something there that's older than, you know, what we've been doing. So it's that, you know, Red Rocks is, is great. I mean, at the Midnight North level, we love the, the Northeast. I know we don't, we do not get to Portland and the Pacific Northwest nearly enough with Midnight North. Um, just letting you know you have a lot of fans out that. here yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I, I know I've, I'm trying to we have more tour dates to announce and I'm hoping that they uh they they you know they wrap up uh, it will be the third leg because the second one which hopefully will be announced tomorrow or the next day uh is, is not coming there but um it's not a guilt leg. trip for real <laughs> <laughs> seriously. No, we it. just
2: we just love your music, you but know and the
6: ballroom, which is yeah. too big for for, the, for Midnight North at the moment, is um, we'll it was it. a really special one, and you know, there's Revolution the hall app. Yeah, oh, well, the last time cool. you heard,
1: you guys played okay. Rosalind,
6: so Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. so cool. Um, so and you know, when Midnight North was here last we played the Wonder Ballroom oh, with yeah. the oh, yeah, String yeah. dusters. That was a blast. Wonder Ballroom's great, yes. Um, Yeah, and uh, I don't know. We'd love um, to see you
2: at String Summit, man. That would be so yeah. awesome to mm-hmm. see you there.
6: Yeah. We always hear that the uh, the Country Fair and then the, the String Summit back-to-back or High Sierra Country Fair. Oh, string yeah. Summit, yeah. That's, right to that's a triple oh.
3: threat right there. Yeah,
6: yeah. I'm too Which, old for that uh, shit,
1: man. Yeah, I don't. Get yeah, out of yeah, I
5: don't. <laughs> you just did that. I know. I'm just
1: kidding. I, I was going to back up a minute, back to when we were talking mm-hmm. about seeing you here. Uh, yeah, we're getting close. We got to wrap up soon. Give you okay. your time, but I, I'm so thankful. Uh, the night you guys were here a couple years ago, I was, I was like, it was one of those things when two, two of your favorite bands come to town, and you got to choose between one. You guys came, and that night Twiddle was playing right down the street at Roslyn. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to miss. But then you guys blew my mind because you brought Mahali to do my favorite dead song, Fire on the Mountain. Yeah. And Uh, I was in tears. Just we like made my night. And I love the collaboration you guys have done lately. I love the selections from the Great American Music Hall. With Bobby and Mahali and stuff, I just love, I, I just want to I, again it's here I like go. It's not you, even a right? question. Just a thank you. I thank you so <laughs> yeah, much cool. for what you and your um, family does of bringing all these musicians together and giving a platform to everybody to thrive, including us as listeners.
6: Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm. I mean, I I like twiddle too, so I'm glad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for some I reason, I don't know so. why they're. I don't, I don't know why they're divisive. I think they're great. Whatever. Let people say whatever. Well. People yeah, are. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just, you know, are and I, good I good love fan. Mahali. So. Yeah.
2: Oh, he's amazing, yeah. man. He's well,
6: a great dude. I mean, the, the whole band too. But, the, yes. Um, yeah. yeah um, he's great. And <laughs> yeah. They're all, they're all awesome. And yeah, that, I mean, we had, when was that? Early 2018, it must have been. So we, we like met them. We had the same booking agent at the time, and they put us on a tour opening for them, and and it must have been spring of 2017. And we just all kind of hit it off. It was a blast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we weren't, they weren't quite at the level they're at now, and they were, you know, playing the tour we were on with them. It was, you know, a couple nights in their like strongholds in Syracuse and, um, Cleveland and places, you know, more Pacific Northwest getting towards the Midwest. And then we went down south to Florida and, you know, Birmingham, Alabama and all these places. And, you know, it was just us all hanging out, doing these kind of weird but really fun shows and, and these, you know, little dives and, uh, you know, especially if you think of the sorts of places that Twiddle plays now, and uh, it was a lot smaller than, than that, you know,
4: yeah,
6: um, and and we just had such a great time, and we hit it off with them, and so, yeah, I love. Uh, I we just saw them in uh, in New York uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, yeah, I got to play with them, and so got cool. to see Mahali and his family and the whole the whole crew, and um, yeah, I'm glad that 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 you you had that reaction to that song because that you know it was uh, it was. Just a touch and go, um, and you know, timing wise, right? Um, yeah, you know, to get him up there and make sure he he was there for the for the encore. I think it it worked out awesome, and um, I was yeah. I, was I remember a good, loving that, that, was that a good too. Good night, man. Yeah. So, well, that's why I yeah, forget who we for talked sure. to.
1: Somebody say he was very nervous about
6: singing that. Well, we like, talked
2: to no. him about it. Yeah. Also, he mentioned I'm oh, it was sure Mahali that said okay, that was, it was like, the first time he right sat right in now.
6: with us. Now we've done a bunch, but yeah.
2: So, Graham, if you could just, um, and maybe you can't, maybe one or two, what's one of the, like, most grateful things that you are for your career and your life as it is right now?
6: Oh, it's just the whole thing. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) all of it. Right Right on. Like, like it's, like, I know I'm I'm, I'm very lucky, like, right down to just being a white dude in America in 2019, but like also having the parents that I have, you know, having the family that I have, you know, just, I mean, you think of how you meet everyone, you know, from all of my friends to my wife and all that, you know, it's, it's a series of random events and I'm lucky that it turned out the way that it has for me. Um,
2: Me too, man. You sound like you deserve it, man. You sound like you deserve the blessings.
6: Well, I hope so. Um,
2: Well, it wouldn't have happened if you didn't. (laughs) Seriously, man. Beautiful love with your wife and and parents that adore you and allow you freedom. And then that kind of self-confidence that allows you to not only pick up an instrument, but be able to be free enough to, to play in front of people. like. You're a special soul, and I am grateful to get to talk to you Me and too, and hear yes. the yeah. the beautiful blessings that you have. Had bestowed upon you just through being born, man. You deserve it, and thanks for well, sharing your time with I us, appreciate man. Appreciate
6: that. Yeah, thank you for having
2: Seriously, me. Seriously, you should yeah. hear that. No matter what's going on, no matter how, like if you're the most popular human being in the world, mm-hmm. I think everybody needs to hear that from a genuine person. Because Apple from a mentioned woman. well from a, b- from a mother from a
0: yeah mom. Man. from a grandma. Now, well, you I
2: am a woman. grandma. Mama. That's right. But but <laughs> Apple mentioned that, and that night for me at the Crystal Ballroom, I had a transcendent night that night. Um, Eric Krasno really just, he lit me up in a way. And then you, the the entire band, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing and I couldn't believe how it was making my body move. And I was so grateful just to be there in that exact moment. And it wasn't just your dad. It wasn't just Eric. It wasn't just Ross. It was all of you as a conglomeration. And so, Again, just thank you so much and yeah, blessings to you and your beautiful wife and your awesome family.
6: family, family brother. Well, thank you. Yeah, right back at you. Yeah. Appreciate that. I'm gonna- <laughs>
5: Slowly slip beneath the ocean And I may not have known yet Though short of breath You knew what was in motion Yeah, we didn't see the moon rise To
6: hear the spinning face The time I sing We were too tangled with each other Tend to
5: be bothered by alarm bells ring So I go rope and, and northbound on the interstate My mind is on the open road Too far away to turn dead But not close enough to care hilltop proclamations, there were cartoons drawn along the boulevard. Yet we lay there in damnation, forgetting what was waiting in the courtyard. And when you press the rows of memory between the heavy page of time and distance, Easily we recollect The moments of content but not persistence. So I'll go Running, running Northbound on the interstate My mind is on the open Road Too far Tant